Welcome back to another fandom at random. Just imagine myself playing Mega Man every time. Oh yeah. Fucking love this music. Mega, Mega, Mega Man. Mega Man. Welcome back, everybody. We're back again. I am Ed. And I'm Brian. And this is Fandom at Random, the We're, ultimate tandem. Yes, sir. We're going to call Ed Kirby this week, just so oh, you guys know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, uh, if you didn't get a chance to catch last week's episode, definitely definitely give it a listen, Actually, especially the yeah. Fandom Fighters portion towards the end. because got to do this while oh, we're here. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah show yeah. us the shirt. Oh, yep. If you want to, yep, he's wearing the, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Check out the Instagram. Yeah, got a Kirby shirt on. Yeah, buddy. Representing. So, we're back again. New episode. A lot of amazing things to talk about in the oh, land of yeah. pop culture and nerddom, as always. And as always, we appreciate you guys listening in. We're seeing, you know, our listens are continuing to go up every week, yeah. which is great. Uh, you guys seem interested in the content. And if there's, if there's shit you want to hear... Let us know. Fandom at randompod at gmail.com. Yeah, Drop dude. us a line. Hop on Facebook. Hop on Instagram. You know where to find us. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, in the this week, uh, just launching, fandom at random.com. That's so right. We got our own website domain. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna be sprucing that up. And then yeah. again, uh, YouTube is in the very, very near future. <sighs> yeah, man. And then we were just talking about it. I'm gonna be picking up a camera this weekend, hopefully. And uh, starting Twitch streams. Don't know what game yet. If you guys have any ideas or want to see anything, yeah, PS4, PS4, PS4 related Twitch, Twitch streams. Yeah. You mentioned maybe some Borderlands with Borderlands Possibly, 3 yep. coming up. But That's on the top of the list right now. Yeah, you can't go wrong. PS4, uh, oh, a yeah. bunch of great exclusives. So I think it's a good call. Mm-hmm. But with uh, with that being said, welcome back in everybody, and uh, let's do some news. Over to you, Ed. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brian. Is this just into the news at <laughs> random? Superhero I mean, <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks like about 70% of our news section is Netflix. There's been a lot of Netflix know, right? news this week. Yep. And I mean, kicking it off, you, you brought this up. I hadn't even heard about this. Why don't you, why don't you kick this yeah, off? Yeah, so I was surfing Reddit the other day, and, you know, I'm going down the Reddit rabbit hole. Did you watch out for the hacker 4chan? <laughs> yeah, I did. He was chasing me the whole time. <laughs> Fucker, I got away from him, though. Anyway, so I ended up reading something about Netflix and Supernatural. For any of you who don't know, me and Ed, huge Supernatural fans. Carry on my wayward son. Hell yeah. And speaking of carry on the wayward son, what I noticed was apparently shows like Supernatural on Netflix, if they're, uh, if they're old enough... Netflix replaces the original music because they lose the licensing. It's all complicated, but sure. as we know, Supernatural and the music go hand in hand. I mean, you 100%. just cannot have Supernatural without the music. So at least I know season one, they replaced a lot of the classic rock with like generic pop grunge rock. It's weird. Anyway, and they've been doing this with other shows as well, and I never knew that. So yeah, it's not I, current news, but it's something I found out. Yeah, and it's it's not, especially in TV show land, it's not incredibly uncommon. No, yeah. Especially on a show running as long as Supernatural, which they're going into their 14th, 15th season. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Last um, season, but 15th season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. What a run. Mm. But you see that a lot because they, they, buy, they buy the rights to these songs. They eventually <clears throat> do run out. 
And then rather than renegotiate the contract and buy the rights, they say, you know what? Let's just make something generic in-house. Yeah. We can apply it. Done deal. But changes the entire dynamic in the field of show. Dude, one of the scenes I remember from Supernatural the most is when, spoilers, Sam and Dean dress as the SWAT members. Yes. And um, they're walking out to the car. And all of a sudden, what was it? Judas Priest in the background? Yes. Or something. And it just blew my mind. And then Don't Fear the Reaper when we first meet a Grim Reaper, you know. You can't do Supernatural without those songs. So if you're looking to check out Supernatural, maybe get the first season on Blu-ray DVD instead of watching it on Netflix so you can get the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. Bummer, Netflix. <clears throat> Step it up. Pay for those rights. Yeah. So, again, speaking of Netflix, let's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a new partnership that Netflix just got. Kind of a head scratcher, but yeah. uh, they actually brought in David Benioff and DBY's D&D, which we've talked about quite a bit on this podcast. Uh, the two, essentially, brainchilds behind the show adaption of Game of Thrones. Or brain-dead child. Well, brain-dead, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we, we saw as soon as they ran out of source material, they just crapped themselves. Right, they didn't know what man. to do. Well, Netflix just paid them... They just paid them upwards of nine figures. Yes, you yeah, you heard yeah, that right. Yeah. Nine figures. So yep. $100 million. <laughs> like, what in the fuck are they thinking? Did I, they not? I don't know, man. I don't I know. I know. mean, and a, apparently a bunch <clears throat> of people, you know, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all these streaming services were vying to get them. And they're getting paid a shit ton of money. They're getting brought on to create TV shows, movies for Netflix. Yeah. They already have, they're already working on their Star Wars shit as well. So these guys are getting paid a shit ton of money. And I don't know. I they wasn't just, a huge, I wasn't a huge fan either. What they did to everyone at Comic-Con, they no show, they ghosted. I was going to say, they just don't seem consumer friendly. They just don't care. It seems like, obviously I don't know them personally. I probably wouldn't want to, but <laughs> we'll have to see if they can bounce back. After yeah. The Game maybe of Thrones they debacle. can. I don't, I honestly don't even know what else they did besides Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's so I can't here. speak to their reputation or their credits, but whatever. All right. And uh, last Netflix <coughs> news, which is, uh, this is a good thing. Rocco's modern life. So Rocco's modern life, static cling. So it's a Rocco's modern life movie. Yeah. It's now streaming on Netflix. So wow. we did our top 10 Nicktoons a couple episodes back. If yes, you didn't hear did. it, check it out. A lot of fun, but yeah, a new Rocco's Rocco's modern life. And I heard it takes a, the way they spun it, I haven't seen it yet. I'm probably going to watch <clears throat> it this weekend. Yeah. But apparently they're taking, you know, Rocco, Heifer, and all these different characters, and the characters themselves are acknowledging the fact that it's 20 years later. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I've like, somehow that, they're, yeah. they're privy to the fact that 20 years have elapsed, and they're all kind of yeah. stuck in the past. What's they're, getting they're, on, Heifer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, they're in current day O-Town, mm -hmm. and there's people using, like, cell phones and all this technology that didn't exist back then, they're all confused and trying honestly, to adapt to it. If you're going to do a Rocco's Modern Life movie, what better way to do it? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's fucking genius. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so. spunky. <laughs> spunky. Spunky. Laundry day is a very dangerous day. <laughs> now all we need is a cartoon version of Carl Urban coming in and being like, Rocco. You're <laughs> fucking diabolical. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is going to be a very vulgar episode. Yes. Especially when we get to the fandom focus of the week. Hide your children, hide your wives or husbands. It, you know, <laughs> it's getting dirty. <laughs> uh, a couple less tidbits of news. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Disney, uh, after the acquisition <clears throat> with uh, Fox, 
So Disney, they're just left and right. They are axing movies, just yeah. canceling movies that were essentially in the somewhat in the you know getting ready to be made process at Fox. Yep. I know there was a um a Takawatiti, um a bunch of other things. The uh, it was a Ben Affleck film, a bunch of stuff that was kind of it was already moving. It's all been canceled. Disney's starting fresh. Which makes sense. Yeah. You know, it does make sense, but it stinks that some, probably most of those projects will never see the light of day. Mm. But speaking of which, we will have to talk about this more in a future episode, but I mean, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, yeah. now that they're in, <clears throat> Disney has the rights, they're getting brought into the Marvel Universe. I'm so curious to see how that's going to be implemented. Well, I've been hearing rumors here and there that word on the street is Thanos made or created Galactus before he died in Endgame. Yes, I've, I've read this too. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they were working on that for the Fantastic Four movie with Silver Surfer maybe or something. I don't know. You know? It'd be a great way to introduce it. It would definitely be a good way to bring it in. So, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a good, good thought. And then lastly, I mean, let's stick with superhero theme for a minute. Yeah, right. And let's talk the CW superhero theme. Which... So, so they're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths mm -hmm. again? Because I know they did this a while back, right? They did, yeah. Uh, I think they did the newer version of it. Like, but um, in, in any case, yeah. they're, you know, Arrow is coming to an end. It's its last season. They're pulling out all the stops. They're bringing a bunch of people in. They're bringing in Batman himself. Yeah. Mr. Kevin Conroy, yeah, Kevin who we Con had the pleasure of meeting. Yeah, we did. Brian yeah. and I met him a while back. Wicked nice dude. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he is, when I read a comic... I hear Kevin Conroy's voice <laughs> yeah, in my right. head. I mean, he he is he is the voice of Batman. Tell me, do you bleed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he's going to be acting as at least old man Bruce Wayne. Yeah, as yeah. old man Bruce Wayne in this universe. So, could be very cool. Maybe they'll do a Batman Beyond spinoff. Who the hell knows? Hopefully, but. yeah. I mean, there's so much shit they're doing with this. I'm just looking at it now, and we're getting uh, a Kingdom Come type Superman. Yep. Uh, Batwoman, hopefully she dies in the first episode. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but not really. Um, They're doing a lot of shit. It looks ambitious, so... Yeah, and also, uh, what's it, uh, Burt Ward Robin? Yes. Is it Burt Ward? Yep. But, I just read that, Burt Ward, yeah. Yeah, so he's 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 getting brought back in. The he original, played Robin in the yeah, 60s the original Batman Adam West. Show. Yeah. yeah, and Burt Ward, so they're bringing him in, so it's going to be very cool. Yeah. And I'm, the I'm anti monitor is going to be the main protagonist. So, interesting. Which, for anyone who knows, he is it. You know, sure. Better than Dark Side, deadlier than Dark Side. So, yeah, yeah, be cool. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know CW. I think at this point, especially with DC's streaming service, yeah, they know they need to go out with a bang. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think this is their last hurrah, and you're going to see a lot of these shows come to an end and yep. all move over to the DC streaming service because in this day and age, everyone needs their own streaming <laughs> yeah, it's service. Fucking, everyone's worried about net neutrality, and we're getting eighty different streaming services. I know. So we don't even need to worry about it. Yep, yep. I wish someone would just invent a box. I know that we could put in our TVs that, that would, would have be different channels. Genius. That we could turn to. Oh, wait. We could charge $300 a month for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all that being said, I think it's, uh, what do you think, fandom focus time? Time for it. Let's do it. Yep. And this week's fandom focus is... 
Amazon Prime's The Boys. The Boys. The, uh, the Boys. The Boys. Season one recap. And uh, it, I will say you're probably going to hear a lot of very mm-hmm. mediocre to terrible to sometimes amazing <laughs> Australian accents from yeah. Brian. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see how it goes. Or Borat. It could turn into a Borat. You never know with, uh, with Phantom Air. Season was here. very nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> but so, it will be again fucking diabolical yeah oh there you go <laughs> yeah there you go that was all right yeah not too bad i won't hear yeah. yeah. so uh right off the bat there are going to be spoilers i mean we're gonna be talking in depth about season one. Oh yeah we're gonna bounce through every episode relatively quickly and then kind of give our thoughts at the end about what we thought about the season yep what we thought was good bad what they could improve where the show might go and yeah spoilers so i mean at this point if you want to just stop listening Watch season one, come yeah. back, finish this episode. It's all eight for e- it. It's eight episodes. It go by. It goes by quick. So if you're looking to watch it and you want to watch it before you hear, but us, even if even if you do want to listen, I mean, it's still it's intriguing. Yeah, I recommend. And we're know, not going to cover every single yeah, second no. of it, so you'll still have plenty to see. You know. Yeah, and let's start right off the bat with let's reference the comic. So this is based off the graphic novel. So it was a comic book series written by Garth Ennis. Yep. And we all know. Yeah. And the, it was uh, designed in illustrated. of comics. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And illustrated. Because he also did, was it Preacher? Preacher, yep. Yeah, Preacher, which is also dark. Things. Yeah. So, and uh, it was originally published by Wildstorm before moving to Dynamite Entertainment. Uh, so the series is set between 2006 and 2008, which for the Amazon show, they completely made it current day. Mm-hmm. They bumped it up, which made sense. But, you know, it follows the boys. Led by Butcher. Butcher, Billy Butcher. Uh, Mother's Milk, the Frenchman, the female, and the new edition, we Huey Campbell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like the rain man of fucking people over, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a... I love that. Right. That was such a good reference. But yeah, we mentioned he did Preachers. So yeah, I mean, it's... I think, it, yeah, the comic started in 2006. The series concluded in 2012 yep. with the release of the 72nd and final issue. And then the book, as we know, was adapted into Amazon's television studios, yeah. which premiered July 26, 2019. And the buzz has been great. The reviews and ratings have been great. Yep. So without further ado, man, let's let's get into it. Let's do it. So episode one, and you watched this over here. Mm, I, I was did. like, dude, you yep. gotta you gotta check <laughs> yeah, this show you out. Too. <laughs> and it starts right off, you know, very quickly, you see you see these two kids. You see an armored car riding, flying down the street. Yep. And you see what looks to be Wonder Woman jump down, stands, just takes the armored car dead on. And then you see what looks like Superman fly down. Yeah. Uses his heat vision to stop the robbers. Throws a dude like 100 feet in the air. <laughs> takes a selfie with the kids. And this kind of like sets up the dynamic of the show where you're seeing that these people aren't necessarily trained to be precise and careful and watch out for collateral damage because we see the dude get tossed 100 feet into a car windshield yeah. you know what i mean yeah like, probably probably killed him. a regular superman probably wouldn't throw a guy through a civilian's windshield correct you know so but it was cool looking and i'm sitting here thinking oh god i know it's coming i thought the armored truck was going to be it and then God, I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, so then flash to Huey Campbell, this kind of nervous Joe Schmo who works in an electronics shop. Yep. Uh, gets a visit from his girlfriend, and they 
kind of talk back and forth. They go out to the street. She steps off the curb. One fucking step, by the way. <laughs> Only a step off the curb. Only a step. And they're talking back and forth about just, you know, stupid things yep. here and there. And then out of nowhere, you just go, zoom. And it goes slow mo. And this was this is the scene I looked over yeah. and saw you. And I'm like, what's going on? And this is it what takes a while. This you know? is immediately <laughs> what drew you in. Yeah. And then you slowly see the blood just going on his face oh, and this and yeah. that. And then it goes real time and you see what it's a speedster. <laughs> yeah, it's a which, speedster. Which uh, we come to find out is A Train and he vaporized yeah, a girl. <laughs> literally ran <laughs> yeah. through her fast. Well, not Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> the two hands were he still. He looked down and yeah. Huey's still <laughs> holding his, his now essentially evaporated girlfriend's <laughs> yeah, hands yeah. covered in her blood. And A Train. through a bitch, man. A <laughs> Train's just like, can't stop, gotta go. He bails. And Huey's just completely, at this point, he's mentally effed. Yeah. So. He goes back home, and we get a cameo from Huey's dad, which is Simon Pegg, Mr. Simon Pegg, which I don't know if you know this or if it's in here, but the original Huey in the comic is based off Simon Pegg. Pegg, I did see that, and unfortunately, at this point, they said Simon Pegg was a little bit too old to play Huey, but they were like, shit. Let's get him to play his dad, exactly. and he did. He did a great, um, did a great American accent. Yeah, too. he really did. It was weird hearing him speak American. <laughs> so we see that back and forth, and you know, it, Huey gets a visit from Vought, who essentially they are the company, yeah. that overlooks and runs all of this superhero racket per se. They're Disney. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much are. <clears throat> and they offer Huey a check for forty-five grand, saying, "Hey, we're sorry." Which well, is actually, like, no, I'm dude, sorry. They they never say they're no, sorry. No, they do not say they're sorry. And forty five fucking grand from a billion, multi billion dollar company. Yeah. I'd be pissed too. <laughs> so he says, you know, shove it, you killed my girlfriend, yada yada. And he's still pissed off. And then they f- flash to a different perspective. We mm-hmm. get to see Annie January audition as Starlight, up and coming young, bright eyed superhero. Uh she wants to join the seven, which in this universe, the seven is essentially the Justice League. They are yeah. the most famous, most prominent superhero team in the world. I mean, they are just, they're they are beyond celebrity. Yeah. They're, they're worshipped. They're pretty much gods. Yeah. And they act like gods. You yeah. Know? And, you know, all, all these things go on and she gives a very, she goes to visit. She gives a very genuine type of speech. Yeah. And lo and behold, she gets the job. Hometown girl, you know. Yeah. And her mom is just ecstatic. This is what she's always wanted. Yada, yada. And she only gets a job because the previous hero, Lamplighter, retired, which we don't know too much about. Yeah. But we'll get into him a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So she goes to Seven head, seven Headquarters. She's greeted by uh, her favorite hero, the Deep. <laughs> who, the, the dude Deep, who speaks to fish. Yeah. It's, it's Aquaman. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking Aquaman. It's Aquaman. Yeah, with a twist. Yeah. <laughs> and he seems like a genuine dude. And come to find out, he's a scumbag. He yeah. blackmails her, you know, into... You know, giving her her sticks a yeah. stick in her face. Yeah, it's pretty much, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's terrible. And you can tell it really just messes with her. And this is when I realized, by the way, that this show was going to get into some heavy material. Yeah. And that's what I really liked. I thought it was going to be comedy, full on, full out. And it dances with some really dark and heavy themes. And oh, I it does. That. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of dark and heavy at this point, I mean, Huey's met by. A very mysterious dude <laughs> called Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher. And Billy Butcher offers him the opportunity. He says, listen, you know, I can help you get back at A-Train. Yep. And at this point, Huey's Huey's just straight up 
angry. Yeah. Wants revenge. And he says, you know what? Screw it. Goes with him. He shows him a video of E-Train laughing about Robin's death. Yeah. And at this point, you know, Butcher has Huey in his pocket, convinces him to go to Seven Tower, plant a bug, and Huey does it. <laughs> right. I mean, Huey actually does it. So I kind of feel like, you know, he's in that anger cloud and he doesn't no. really know what he's doing, but he's doing it and he just sees just red. All, yeah, it's all red. And, and this is and this was cool too, because his character, <clears throat> as they portray him as, you know, his dad, Simon Pegg, said, you know, he he doesn't have the fight in him. His yeah. entire life he's backed down. Yep. And this is the first time he's ever said, Screw it, I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna try to make it right. Exactly. Uh, so he heads he heads there and he actually runs into Annie Starlight yep. on a bench. They have a little kind of a cool moment. Doesn't know it's Starlight. Yeah, exactly. At the time. Yeah. Exactly. And they he kind of they both help each other out. Uh, good little banter there. Yeah. So Huey gets in there, you know, he kinda cool as a cucumber, <laughs> sticks the sticks the uh, the listening device under the Seth table. Seth Rogen Easter egg, by the way, who was the uh, creator of the show. <laughs> yes, yes, very, yeah, some of the good cool points. Cool as a cucumber. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, he plants that. They end up bailing out of there. You know, Butcher drops him off at the electronics store and, you know, Huey's like, what, this is it? <laughs> yeah. And Butcher's like, yeah, if I need you, I'll call. Yep. And you can tell Huey's like, no, like, I want, I want to do more. I can do more. Yeah. He's like, nope, nope. He's like, Put I'll me call in, you. Coach. Yeah, pretty I want to play. <laughs> and lo and behold, you know, Butcher leaves and <laughs> enter Translucent, the Invisible Man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He saw everything. He was following Huey. He watched him plant the bugs, so he followed him back. And at this point, you know, you have to imagine Butcher was listening in on this device. He must know what's going on. Yeah. So he was sticking up. It was, he was kind of a bait type yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, he was using Huey as bait. He was waiting for Translucent to show up. Yeah. And you know, Translucent's effing Huey up, and then out of nowhere, a car drives right through the store, <laughs> knocks over Translucent, and a huge fight breaks out between him and Butcher, and then eventually Huey, with an electrical cable off the wall, shocks Translucent, knocks him out, they throw him in Butcher's trunk, and at this point, you've just now, you've just now pretty much stolen or smoked yes smoked a superhero one One of of the seven yeah one of the seven most famous people in the world is now in 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 the boot and we actually kind of get a glimpse at what makes huey huey because he's like yeah he's got carbon skin blah 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 why wouldn't it work you know so he's kind of smart even though he's a little bit of a pussy he's very smart yeah and it worked towards his advantage and that's where we see what kind of use he can give to the the boys yeah and we, we yeah. see throughout i mean and part of that is he's a fanboy mm-hmm. he's a huge he grew up a huge superhero fanboy i exactly, mean exactly he yeah. knows all about them and and there's another uh there's a brandon sanderson book once we're done with this we're going to talk about some parallels so between good. huey and another character named david yeah in one of his books but so uh again at this point you know we we see them there's there's a little bit of a uh, a discussion that goes on between Madeline Stilwell, who she's one of the higher up at Vaught. Elizabeth again, Shue. Yeah. 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 Who, uh, played by Elizabeth Shue. Mm-hmm. She talks to a, I believe it's the mayor of Baltimore. Um, yes. Baltimore. Pretty much this and that. And the mayor of Baltimore, they have a private meeting. They're trying to negotiate getting a soup into his city to clean up the things. They're going back and forth. Three million or 300 million, 200 million. And he's like, listen, you can do 200 million because I know about compound V. 
Mm. And she's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So lo and behold, the end of the show, she calls. She says, I think we can do it, yada, yada. He's on a plane with his son flying home. And up until this point, you know, Homelander seems like he's actually <clears throat> legit. He's the Boy Scout. He yeah. seems like he's a Boy Scout. <laughs> lo and behold, look out the window. Homelander's flying by. He does a little salute. <laughs> yeah, to the daughter. And, yeah, yeah. And actually, is it daughter or his son? thought it was his son. Was it? I think his it's his son, son but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Semantics. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, they look out. Homelander's eyes go red, and he just laser beams <laughs> right through the plane, yeah. kills everyone on it, and then it just shows him smile flying in the air. Dude, End first episode. Tapped. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, shit just got real. I'll be honest. Right this away. This is like Red Sun Superman. Yeah, exactly. I had a problem with casting for Homelander, and I didn't know what it was. Something about him playing that character made me uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't know. I think it's just bad casting. Come to find out throughout the show, it's because he's supposed to make you feel yes. completely fucking uncomfortable yes. and terrified. And you know? we're going to talk about that in yeah, a minute here. Yeah. So quickly jumping into episode two. So at this point, you know, Butcher and Huey, they take Translucent to Translucent to Frenchie. Great character. <laughs> yeah, so now Frenchie, we're starting man. to see the, the, the guy boys. Behind the, key, the guy in the chair, pretty yeah, much. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The boys are starting to come together. Frenchie's this crazy outside the box stinker who he's tried killing soups you in the past. You brought fucking translucent yeah. to my fucking cabinet. Yeah. yeah, there you go, man. All right, so you're on you're on accent duty this episode. I, all right, cool. All right, so at this point they're trying everything cuz they know they need to kill translucent. <laughs> yeah. Because if they don't kill him, they are And apt. he's got diamond skin, right? He has got diamond skin. Yeah. He's impenetrable, he's invisible. So how the hell do you kill this guy? So that's the main thing of this whole episode. Mm-hmm. They're going through trying to figure out how the hell to fucking kill this <laughs> yeah, guy? What to do? About and they're it. panicking because they know any moment, you know, Homelander or any one of these heroes could show up and just smoke them. One of my instantly. favorite scenes, I think, in this episode, Huey's on the phone talking to his dad. I believe he hangs up. He's like, "Dad, I gotta go." And he turns around and fucking Billy Butcher's just walking with a fifty cal hanging over his oh, shoulder, yeah. all nonchalant. Yeah. And you're just like, "All right, what is about to happen here?" You know? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So. Let's go back to Stillwell. Uh, again, the Vought vice president. So she um, she's talking to Homelander about the evidence that the Deep found. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, she essentially incriminating Homelander in the plane crash of the mayor we just spoke about at the end of last episode. So obviously, this pisses off Homelander because he's like, what the hell? So he calls a meeting with the Deep and... This is where, you know, you mentioned Homelander, the actor, making you uncomfortable. Yeah. And this throughout the whole series, Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander, dude, he's got some incredible acting chops. I mean, the sheer fear and panic that he puts into, like, not only these characters. Yeah. But you even said, us as viewers, throughout these eight episodes, it's a testament to just the sheer, like, menacing charisma that he has. That's the thing. It comes off strange at first, and then you're like, oh... And, you know, and and I think the biggest part of it is we know we know what Homelander is capable of, yeah, and these just, characters know too. Yet ninety nine percent of this show, it's just him flexing. It's sheer intimidation of what <laughs> he could do, yep. rather than actually physically doing anything, which is even more terrifying. Uh, yeah. I, it, it's almost akin to the Jaws effect. Yeah, you're in the water, you don't see the shark, you don't show the monster, but you know the shark yep. is in the water. <clears throat> And, and it was just a great... And this motherfucker is a shark. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so he kind of instills that panic in the deep, and the deep's like, oh, shit. Yes, yes, sir. I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you next time. Through you, through. So 
And then Starlight, of course, she ends up getting teamed up with the Deep on a mission. <laughs> and uh, she, she at this point, you know, she, she's like, "F that! I'm never putting up with this again." She, yeah. She says, "Next time, I'll kill you if you try that again." So it was good for her. And uh, at this point, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of crap going on. And actually, we should mention too that you know, at one point, Annie is in her her alter ego, her secret identity. Yeah. And she actually oh, stops right, a rape. Right, right, Yeah. Yeah, with these two college kids trying to get this woman. Because she's like true blue superhero, yes. by the way. And she's like, walking she's the streets. She's the only one, really, who wants to save people just to save people. Not to make money, not to be famous. And she's walking the streets. She's in her street clothes, her secret alias. Yeah. And she beats the living shit out of these two douchebags, unbeknownst to her. There's a camera watching her the whole time. Yeah, and she yeah. essentially gets in trouble for what she what she says is she's doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Which Vought doesn't care about. They just no. care about image. No doing the right thing with Vought. Doesn't yeah, matter. and unfortunately, yeah. it's poisoned the minds of many of the soups that are under Vought, which is, at this point, pretty much all the soups. Yeah. So she's one of the few good ones. So at this point, uh, while Homelander's searching for translucent, you know, Frenchie comes up with an idea he actually is watching tv <laughs> he sees a turtle go back into its shell and he's like oh shit he's like he's impenetrable on the outside but the inside <laughs> so what does he do he shoves a whole shit ton of c4 right up his ass right up the brown balloon nut <laughs> yeah and they uh they rig it to blow they rig it to blow and you know at this point <laughs> you go tickling up there it's yeah. gonna blow. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> you take me down, it's gonna blow. I love it's so it. good. And then, you know, before Translucent dies, he does give up some information about A Train visiting uh Pop Claw. Pop Claw. I thought it was Pop Tart for a while, <laughs> and then I realized it was Pop Claw. <laughs> Pop Tart. Yeah. So yeah, visiting Pop Claw, she's kind of a D-list superhero. Yeah. So they get some information there. Uh so they find out that Homelander is searching, he's near, and essentially at this point. You know, they go out and Homelander actually comes right up to Frenchie and Butcher in the car uh, as they're outside and Frenchie's kind of playing it off like everything's fine. Yeah. And, you know, luckily they rigged uh, they rigged an explosion many blocks down the way, knowing that as soon as Homelander heard that, he'd fly off, which yeah, he does. It was one of their backup plans. Yeah. And then, you know, at this point, Translucent, he got out of his cage, which was electrified made his way out of the room. He's talking to Huey back and forth saying, you know, you're not a killer. You don't want to kill me. Yeah. Yada, yada. And at this point, <laughs> Huey's still holding the trigger to, to blow him up. He's yeah. got all the C4 up, you know, up Translucent's ass. So, <laughs> you know, Translucent goes invisible. He's like, I'll be seeing you, kid. Walks away. Huey's like, nope. Flips yeah. the trigger. Uh-uh, dude. Blows him to smithereens. Gets covered in blood and guts. <laughs> Fucking and End episode. And possibly, you know, Colin. <laughs> Um, that was a great way to end that episode. Yeah, it was Just, fantastic. He goes, Pop, one of the Huey, biggest people in the world is dead. Huey's sitting there like, what the fuck did I just do? And on to the third episode. Yeah, and know? Huey keeps saying, I'm not a killer. I'm not a killer. Yeah. Well, at this point, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're, and not you're, only a killer, but you blew some dude's asshole inside <laughs> out. So, like, yeah, you're definitely a killer. <laughs> and I love, like, cutting immediately to the next episode. They're now just shoveling and cleaning up Translucent's <laughs> yeah. remains. And and the problem is, it's it's diamond. You His can't, skin didn't go anywhere. You, you, can't get yeah. you can't get rid of the evidence because there's no way. You can't burn it. You yeah. can't. 
And I mean, if you bury it, you know, it, it's going to be found eventually. They, and they buried it in, I think Homelander can't see through zinc. Not Correct. lead, but zinc. Yeah, yeah so they so. put it in a zinc suitcase mm -hmm. and Billy Butcher ends up dropping it in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. So at this point, you have Starlight still kind of doing her thing. And uh, at this point, you know, Stillwell actually, yeah, she, she ends up coming out publicly with the whole uh or no not they yet change, i'm sorry yeah, i'm sorry the yeah. whole the, the date rape scene that she she saved the girl pretty much it ends up getting spun in a way that's positive for her, which exactly. is good they change her whole story around they give her a good light on it yeah, yeah. and then but at this point vaught and Stillwell, they're still pressuring her they want to put her in a revealing costume yeah, they want to show more skin yep this and that so again the pressures of trying to be a top tier superhero and yeah. she just she doesn't want to do it, but she said at this point, you're going to lose your job. We're getting a look at basically how the rest of the seven became who they are. You know, through Starlight, she's kind of like the segue into us seeing how these characters developed into the monsters they are now. You know, it starts with uh, a revealing costume and then this and that and the next thing, you know. So, yeah, which, you know, like the, the Wonder Woman character, uh, Maeve, Queen, Queen Maeve, Maeve, yep. You kind of see over the series you see a lot of that and there's a shit ton of character development there in really show, is. by the way i didn't expect it and you know Maeve is very cold very distant and then you start to see her crack a little bit and realize that you know she was just like annie at one point just yeah. like starlight until vaught broke turned, her down they essentially yeah, yeah. turned her out really yep so yeah at this point uh they decide to set up and run surveillance uh at a train's girlfriend's house pop claw so huey goes in again you know, Huey coming up with just surprising everybody goes in and installs spyware. <laughs> yeah. Clutch. And they learn that a train is taking a performance enhancing substance called compound V superhero steroids. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Superhero steroids. So, you know, this compound V, so butcher wants to expose them before the soups can be allowed into the armed forces, which Vought is pushing to get the soups yeah. essentially into the United States military. That's kind because of once huge, they do that, yeah. they run the military. It's a huge overarching plot through the whole series, and you're right. They run the military, and they already run everything else. That means they got the world by the balls. Basically. Yeah, and that's kind yeah. of the whole really... I want to say the overarching theme of this show. Yeah. It's not... It's not because I've had a few people tell me, you know, it's a superhero show. I don't know. It's actually not really a superhero no. show. It's more about corporate power, corporate struggle, and, you know, really standing up and it's, trying yeah, to do what's it's right. About what the hell could be people be capable of on a corporate level when you have the most powerful weapons to ever grace the planet? Yeah. And what type of shit can come from that, you know? So, kind of a cool scene. Um, at this point, they decide to, you know, Huey and the boys. Mm -hmm. Oh, and this point, we forgot to mention, too, um, they picked up uh, Mother's Milk, MM. Right, yeah. Which, uh, and then another new addition to the boys. And again, you know, him and Butcher and Frenchie, they have a history that's very apparent. You know, <laughs> yeah. MM, Mother's Milk, does not like Frenchie at all. He did all. not want to be there with Frenchie at you all. You know, wanted to knock him out. And we get into that a little bit later as to why. Yeah. But... Slowly but surely, you're seeing they're building their crew yep, to try to take together. down Vought and Seven. And at this point, they decide they they know they know that A Train is in a race going against Shockwave, yeah, another up and coming speedster. And come to find out, you know, it 
A-Train has been, like you mentioned, he's been using performance-enhancing drug, Compound V, to soup himself up so he can beat these younger speedsters yeah. because he needs to stay on top. Because if he's not on top... Yeah, he's the fastest man alive. Yeah, if he's, he, if he's not, he's nothing. He's nothing. So, you know, before the race, you know, Huey, all the boys, they go in there, and he actually runs into Starlight again. Annie invites her to lunch. And the two, once again, they open up to each other even more. Yeah. They exchange numbers. And you can see that something's starting to develop here. Yeah, definitely. You can see the romantic storyline kind of building up. You can see where it's going, you know. Yeah, so A-Train, again, he uses the vial. He wins the race. But he breaks his promise to Popclaw. You know, he announces he's single on the air. <laughs> and, you know, I'm at this point... off his ladies. Yeah, and I mean, Popclaw at this point, she she loves him. <clears throat> And he, I think he does love her too. Yeah, deep yeah. down. But he also realizes that he's he, it's Vaught. Vaught yeah. has him in the back pocket. He has an image. They say, "Nope, you're single." He has to portray that. She can't deal with it. So what does she do? She blasts off herself. She pops some compound yeah. V, and we've seen it. I mean, it's essentially it's like speed. Yeah, and it's she like she fucking fills herself with it. Yeah, and yeah. she's yeah she's all juiced up. The landlord comes in asking <laughs> for rent. So she brings him in. She says, oh, I got your rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like every other, you know. You know, very uh, kind of supercharged sex scene kind of happens. And, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, boy. it does not end well. She uh, she pops his head like a grape. Oh, my goodness. This scene. <laughs> but you know what, man? There's worse ways to go. There is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't argue that fact. But goddamn, wow. Yeah. It was just like... And it was so funny, like, oh. and all the, at this point, the boys are all in the van watching this, like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, nobody's moving. No. Huey's like, are we gonna fucking do anything about this? And they're like, just watching them, yeah, <laughs> you know. He would have already been dead yeah. before you could have gotten there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, crazy shit happens, and and Butcher realizes this is an opportunity. So he goes in, and they actually they blackmail Popclaw. They turn her into an informant. Yeah, saying, all right. You know what? We'll clean this up for you, but we own you now. We need you to do shit for us. And then back at Vought headquarters, Homelander reveals he found Translucent's remains. Yep. Uh, actually, with the help of the Deep. Uh, <laughs> funny little scene. The Deep says, you know, one of my friends uh, found this. And Homelander's like, it's a fucking porpoise. <laughs> and the Deep's just kind of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he just gets shit on the I entire think, series yeah, of, and, and this is something to, this is something I want to talk about too like we mentioned character development this and that yeah. and how you feel about characters I I hated the deep the first episode I really did this too. guy is a scumbag he forced Starlight to and do this to him and you still kind of hate him and you do but the whole show but you can't but goddamn I does pity it get him sad to at watch the end that of the show I felt bad for <laughs> <Yeah>. him <laughs> I'm like he's the laughing stock of everything but We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, yeah. But the best part about this is, you know, again, the zinc case, they open it up, translucent remains are in there, and spray painted right under the cover, <clears throat> coming for coming you. Coming for you, yep. Which, at that point, and Homelander knows it's on. Good somebody's, Billy Butcher fashion. He's yeah. fucking, he just called out war. Yeah, know? so somebody's targeting soups, and he now knows it. Yeah. So, moving on to episode four, and we're blasting through here, because we got a lot of content yeah. to cover. But cruising right along. Just we're gonna, like, we're gonna, A-Train! Oh, A-Train! <laughs> so we'll we'll cover more shit at the end. But again, uh, they following Popclaw's tip, um, they go to a triad hideout. 
and they find an imprisoned Japanese woman mm. whom they call the female. The female of the species. And Frenchie immediately has this kind of connection with mm-hmm. her. And Frenchie's like, no, I think we I think we should release her. <laughs> and you know Look at she is suffering. Yeah, and again, <laughs> MM Mother's Milk's like, you know, what you always do this shit. No, <laughs> stick to the plan. Yeah. Frenchie's like, I'm gonna do it, lets her out. And she immediately goes, <laughs> she goes crazy. Shit on and that's when you realize it's like, oh shit, she's she's a soup. Yeah. Like she has Aiken soup. to X23 and fucking Very Logan. Much. Yes. Very much yep. so. That's a great, yeah, um, great reference. That's instantly I thought of that. Very X23 like. Yep. And at this point, they're like, oh shit. And they try to chase after her, yada yada. So mm-hmm. all that's going on. Yeah. And then uh, Huey meets Starlight. They go bowling. And Butcher convinces him to bug her phone. And, you know, you can see Huey's having reservations at this point. He's like, yeah. I think this girl's different. But he keeps seeing his dead girlfriend, too. And yes. he gets these, like, pure adrenaline, hate-filled rage episodes. And, yes. You know, so. So at this point, you know, they went where the Compound V was stashed, where they released the female, the Asian woman. <clears throat> Vought now knows it's compromised. So A-Train goes back talks to popclaw and he's like listen he's like there are only two people that knew mm-hmm. knew about this me and you who did you tell she insists that she didn't so he's I like all right tell nobody baby you yeah so tell pack a bag go into hiding <laughs> so a train goes out to try to find the female and at this point uh it, i do want to talk about this a little bit i made a note so um still well sends Homelander and Queen Maeve to save a hijacked airliner. Dude. And this was such a powerful... I think this scene really... 10-minute scene. ...changed the uh, the series for me. Because it was... It's brutal. Insane. Just brutal. It was brutal. So, essentially, you know, Homelander, uh, he picks up Maeve, and they fly to this this plane that it's, over, it's overseas. And at this uh, yeah. point... You know, uh, Stillwell thinks this could be good PR for it's them. Been, it's been hijacked by three It's been hijacked terrorists. by terrorists. Yeah. They're like, all right, if you guys go in and you can save this plane and save these people, it's great PR. Congress will have to push the bill through yeah. to get you guys authorized in the U.S. military. This is their in. So Homelander, you know, rips the door off. They go in the plane. Him and Maeve, they F up the terrorists. They go up to the cockpit. There's only one left. Homelander, again... <laughs> Just no training, no nope. fucking and, care and, and for I think, anybody I, else. I, and I think it's less about training and more about he just doesn't give a shit. Well, he, doesn't, mean, he doesn't feel like he needs to hold back. That he, and by the end of the show, you kind of realize Vought never trained any of the seven to really didn't. be combat effective because the only thing that mattered was they look at, I think they even mentioned the casualty rate at like 80%, 80% failure and 20% yes. success rate or something like that. So later on in the series, you kind of see how. Yeah. So they have they they have the abilities yeah. to be superheroes, but they don't have any of the training or backing to be. It's it's essentially imagine like stuntmen in a movie. Exactly. I mean they're they're filming a movie. Yeah. So, and that's it, we see it here, and it's tragic because Homelander uses his heat vision when he never should. Mm, goes right through the con- plane. No. Right through the control panel, f's the plane up, and at that point he's like, well. He's like, this is a lost cause. Yeah. Casually starts walking out. He's like, all right. Yep. Everyone remain calm. Remain. <laughs> While we jump and off Maeve, the fucking plane and leave And you guys. Maeve at this point is talking to him, saying, <clears throat> pleading with him. Yeah. Like, look at these people. We get like, a crack in her armor. We finally see, okay, she might not be as bad, but then. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she's like, Homelander, like, you're, 
your homelander like go out like lift the plane yeah you can he's like no if i do that you know the hull integrity will bend you know no way yeah and she's like well <clears throat> you know go out and just all these different ways and they that he do potentially could. They're basically explaining what the audience is thinking. Like, why doesn't he and, do this? Why and, doesn't and he it, do and that? And it was and it was great because how many times have we seen Superman do exactly, this exactly? Yep. Because the instant he blasted that console, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to fly the airplane down by carrying it. You know. And he immediately debunked that and said, nope, there's no way that'll work. Yeah. No. It, he didn't have anything to stand on. I think he yeah. said or something like that. Yeah. Yep. But. uh completely just killed every so theory, literally yeah. just walking out and everyone's pleading with him you know don't leave us whatever are you gonna leave he's like nope you're gonna be fine you're yeah. gonna be fine Maeve is just sitting there horrified you know they finally get to that the exit he's like come on Maeve let's go yep. you know it's over this or that you know there's a young girl begging her to take uh, her with him yeah, the mother and, and the then young girl yeah you see some people starting to rush the exit and then his eyes go red Dude, he's like this, stay the f back this is when i realized why I had a problem with him as casting because he actually is fucking great. When he's sitting there, he's like, I will fucking lose all of you. I yeah. kind of laugh, but at the same time, I'm like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. I will lose every single fucking one of you. you. You don't back up, you know? Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, it's brutal. crazy. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. So we see, you know, Maeve grab Homelander, they leave, and then plane crashes, everyone dies. Dude. So terrible. And what did he say to Queen Maeve? Um, what save these two so they can tell the whole fucking world yes. who left them to die? Yeah, yeah. that was cr- yeah, yeah. At, at that point too because he could have easily carried <clears throat> yeah. multiple passengers, but he he can't because it's it's witnesses. Yeah, and his only thing is he cares about his image. He cares about Vaught. That's serial killer thinking right there. It, it, yeah, man, it, definitely sociopath. Yeah, hundred percent sociopath. Which we find out we find out why in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point. You know, Frenchie finds some evidence that leads to Penn Station, and he makes a connection with the female, but he loses her in the crowd. And then A Train shows up, and we get to see a very cool fight break out between A Train and the female. Yeah. And where A Train is showing off some of his super speed, he's just slamming her head into the wall over and over. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he gets distracted. Frenchie calls over a crowd. He's like, yo, it's A Train. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. So. They eventually do get away. Um, they end up gassing the female just so they can take her back. Yep. Uh, and then cut back to Stillwell, back at Vaught. You know, she sees Homelander. Homelander's actually on the beach with Maeve. They're looking at now remains of this plane crash. Yeah. So nobody knows that they were involved in this. Oh, my God. And Homelander completely this spins the speech. Yep. Saying that it was a tragedy. And if only they were involved, they could have done something. They could have helped. You know, so they need to vote for them, unbeknownst to the whole public that they were involved. And, and you can the see Maeve they fucking died. Maeve know? is just sitting there grieving. Maeve is horrified at this yeah, point. This is kind of where she starts to break throughout the series. I think she's horrified and terrified because there's nothing she can do. She yeah. can't stop Homelander. No, Homelander could smoke her. You yeah. Know? And then lastly in this episode, it ends with, <laughs> at this point, the deep... He's been bringing up saving the dolphins so many times throughout the series. So on these dolphins. So this is this is probably one of the best parts of the show. But the deep, (laughs) (laughs) the deep steals a van. He's got the dolphin like in a gurney in the back, and he's like, "Don't worry, buddy. You know I'm gonna get you out of here." They're talking back and forth. Oh yeah. At one point, and he's like, "No." He's like, "We're not doing that right now. (laughs) Not right now." The dolphin's like. 
He's like, all right. He's like, all right. I'll, I'll rub your blowhole a little bit or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. And then lines. he sees the blues behind him. Yep. That's the cops. He's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and they're talking. And then, like, cops pull out, like, in front of him or something like that. So he jacks the brakes. <laughs> yeah. And the dolphin just launches. Sends the fucking dolphin and out the windshield. And it's slow-mo. Yeah. And you can see, like, they make eye contact. <laughs> dolphin launches onto the ground. And he's like, oh. And then a oh, Mack truck comes fuck, and just the dolphin yeah. explodes. And his face is just like, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> he tries doing the right thing so many times in this show, even though he's still a dickhead douchebag yeah. because of earlier. Like in that scene, I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so cut to episode five. And we're gonna kind of speed things up a little bit here. Yeah, but yeah. You know, it's the Believe Expo, which, you know, it's a you know, praise Jesus. Dude, this is thing. where they connect religion and superheroes and very much. Exactly and and Vought, be, Vought has you know? created the image that superheroes are chosen by God. Yeah. And they're sticking to that. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, you know, we're flashing through and Huey's trying to get more information. They end up blackmailing Ezekiel, one of the soups that's at this expo. And Long story short, he gets a lead. Oh, this actually, let me just side note here. This is one of my favorite scenes as well. He he has video proof that uh, Ezekiel Oh, and his is phone's getting, not working. Yeah, his phone's not working. So he goes, you, you fucked me. Yeah, you, you played my ass like jazz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the way he played it off, it just, the dude has He's it He's a good actor. Him. Yeah, he has it in him and it comes out sometimes and it was just good to see that character development. Yeah, so Huey, Huey roasts him. He gets some of that information and at the same time, you get you get Starlight up on stage who they're telling her to stick to script, tell everyone, you know, believe in God, mm. you know, all this and that and then she eventually gives a speech that's like, you know what? No. Yeah, bullshit. Like, it, it's, it's bullshit and you need to do what's right and, you know, be happy, yada, yada. And... You know, once again, she's kind of going against what Vought wants her to do. Yep. Which, you know, she's sticking. She's sticking to that. She she wants to be true to herself and be true to everyone else. She wants to be a hero. Yeah, the only one who's actually fighting against Vought to not be an asshole. You know. Yep. So she walks off. Huey goes to comfort her, and you know, he flat out tells her about Robin's death, and he needed some time to cope, and yep. yada yada. So all while this is going down, Butcher and Milk, uh, MM, they go where. Uh, they got the lead from Ezekiel. They discovered that babies are being exposed to compound V to manufacture the soup. So yeah. this is the big breakthrough. Exactly. So this is where they realize, you know, you know, chosen from God, my ass. Yeah, right. So at this point, Vought has been creating superheroes this entire time yeah, with the compound V. Literally building them. Yeah. And great scene. So Vought security oh, actually Christ. Vought security comes in, finds them, and Butcher picks up the little baby. <laughs> the fucking baby. And he's with like laser spanking eyes. the thing and he's yeah. shooting laser eyes at people. <laughs> and after he's done, he looks at the baby. He's got it held by the neck. And oh, yeah. good good for them on the CGI. I don't know if it was a real baby or not, but he looks at it and he what does he say? He's like um, something like, you know, you know, stay clean or I'll yeah, come back for stay you. Stay clean or I'll come back for you, sunshine. <laughs> you know? And it just, the scenes, and this isn't even close to the comic as far as gruesome, brutal, you know what I mean? So they did a awesome job at shock value, too. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, you know, the female, she's still being, you know, locked up. And then Frenchie, again, we mentioned, he's developing that relationship. He releases her. And at this point, 
I believe Frenchie's been burnt at this point. They know who Frenchie is. Yeah. And Black Noir, one of the seven, shows up to try to take out Frenchie. And out of nowhere, the female comes up, fights off Black Noir, and she actually gets seriously wounded. Like cut in half almost. Almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Frenchie's like, you know, oh, more <clears throat> me. Almost oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's on the ground, but her wounds start immediately healing, and she awakens, and he's like, you know, it's a miracle. <laughs> so, again, just more of her powers yeah. kind of showing up. So, at this point, jump to episode six. So, Huey, uh, they're in a bar. Uh, he meets up with one of his old friends, and, again, he's out with, he's out with Annie at this point. Right, and yeah. You can kind of see, like, you know, his old friends, like, you know, where the hell you been? Everyone's worried about you. Yeah. At this point, Huey's old life is done with. Yeah, he's... He can't go back. No, nah, there's no turning back for him. So, at this point, the boys know that Vought used charities to smuggle Compound V, which they actually just, they disguised as polio vaccines, yeah. to make super babies since 1971. So... Yeah, at this point, I mean it's it's a huge it's a huge piece of information that they're like shit. Like we need to get this out in the wild. We need yeah. to tell the world. It could end or yeah, it could end. Supposedly Vought. could end Vought. Yeah. So they're working on this, and at the same time, Annie is still fighting with Vought yep. about you know what she wants to do with what she believes in. Uh, she's kind of flipped the scene at this point, saying that you know, hey, you know, I was essentially raped. It was a sexual assault, and she. She throws the deep under the bus, rightfully so. Yep. And at this point, you know, Stillwell steps in, has him come up with a public apology, which it's actually... I support the women. (laughs) It's actually, it's hilarious showing him like... Oh, my God. The fact that he's so... He's so just... He he doesn't he doesn't give a shit <laughs> no, about anything doesn't. that he's saying. Yeah. And he's just such a terrible, oblivious person. This, but it's 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 almost funny. Yeah. Just watching him give the stupid speech over and over again and being coached through it. Exactly. And it's like, dude, it's like you're fucking clueless. <laughs> the guy is literally just empty in the head. And he's probably I'd say he's the worst off out of the seven that's been broken down by Vought than anyone else. Yeah. Guys just fucking clueless, empty and it is hilarious watching him. I support the women, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, so he at this point his uh his days in the seven are not looking good. <laughs> no, they send him to fucking Ohio. <laughs> Another cool scene. So after this, I know Butcher brings Huey to a uh collateral damage survivors support group essentially a support group of people that have been hurt by soups and uh they're all it's kind of like a a crying group and a lot of them are just kind of leaning on each other and you know butcher just gets up angry yeah well they're kind of describing their encounters with um soups one was saved but got her spine cracked yeah. another guy was having sex with somebody <laughs> got his dick iced <laughs> off to, yeah you know <laughs> and then yeah billy butcher stands up yep you know and he just he's like you know you all should be angry <laughs> yeah you know you should be getting even you should be taking chainsaws to the street so yep. you can see butcher's just full-on he's just revenge mode exactly so we finally get the backstory <clears throat> that you know butcher explains it to huey that homelander raped his wife And then she vanished after visiting Central Park. And Butcher says, you know, one of two things happened. Either Homelander found her and killed her or she offed herself. Yeah, she offed herself. Yep. So at this point, while they're away doing this, uh, Frenchie and Milk, they go to get help from Mesmer. 
He was a telepath. <laughs> and I <laughs> this is I see that yes. Yeah. <laughs> one of the better one of the better casting choices. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> Fucking Haley. I mean, Joel it would have been so yeah. much funnier if his power was to commune with yeah, the dead. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, again, child actor Haley Joel Osment. I mean, he looks <laughs> I, he looks like Al Borland from Home Improvement, but like just a foot shorter. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way I can describe him. I think you hit it right on the head. He and maybe about 100 does. pounds heavier. A little bit, yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, great great seeing him come in. So they use Mesmer, who has the power of anybody he touches. He can essentially go through their thoughts yeah. and memories and kind of read them. So they decide that, you know, this guy might be able to read the female, get us some information. They find out that, you know, she was she was essentially kidnapped. She was raised in the Liberation Army. Terrorist group, yeah. And her name is, uh, was it Kimiko? Kimiko, yeah. Oh, Kimiko? Yep. And they injected a shit ton of Compound V in her, so now she's a soup. So she's an adult that was injected yes. with it, and now we find out that adults can survive the uh, transformation. But it killed a bunch of them. It did. It kills most, but some do survive. And, and it did. Out. It did f her up because yeah. she's nonverbal. Yeah, exactly. But you're you're starting to see slowly but surely, you know, she's slowly starting yeah. to come back around, yep. especially with Frenchie's help. French Frenchie Mosheri is trying <laughs> to help her. <laughs> so. At this point, you know, they, they do all that. Butcher comes in and, you know, he tells Mesmer, you know, you speak a word about any of this, you know, I'll, you know, I'll cut your head off yeah. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. You know, Butcher went against his better instinct. You know, he wanted to kill him. Yeah. He wanted to kill him. Which and MM, MM was like, know? no, dude, no, it's, he's fine. He's yeah. not going to do anything. Once Sometimes you reach people. <laughs> yeah. Bob treating them like people. Here come, here come the accents again. <laughs> yeah. So. At this point, you know, they they end up bailing. They go back to the hideout, and Butcher stops in to go see Rainer, who Rainer, she's like the executive, like, director of the, I don't know if it's like the CIA, oh, or, but she's one of she's one of the higher ops. I thought her name was Melody. <clears throat> Is it Melody? I thought yeah, it was Rainer. I thought it was. <clears throat> You're talking about the older blonde lady who recruits Billy Butcher, right? No. No, okay. No, I'm talking I'm about uh, the right. the woman police officer, which I'm going to Oh, find. yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, so, Susan Rayner. My She's bad. a deputy director yes. of the CIA. Okay, yeah. So he brings her all this information, and then he brings, he's like, all right, here is all the information to bring down Vaught. Yeah. But he brings a list of demands, and she looks it all over, and she's like, I can do all of this, but I can't give you Homelander. <laughs> yeah. And that is the only thing butcher cares about that yeah. is the only thing that's driven on him one fucking mission and that's the only thing that matters yeah so he wants to take down homelander that is his only concern so he says you know what screw it i'm not doing it he takes the evidence he bails yeah and yeah it's uh he tells everybody at back of the base <clears throat> yeah, that they're working they didn't on it. accept it yeah they're working on it blah 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 and mother's milk is Calling him on his bullshit, so, yeah. Yeah, so towards the end of the episode, you see Huey and Annie again. They're in a bar once again. They actually share a kiss, which Butcher walks in on. <laughs> and, of course, you know, he warns Huey not to fraternize with the enemy, and he threatens to tell Annie about Translucent. Yeah. Which, you know, Huey's like, you better not do that. And, uh... Right. Billy Butcher, you better not do that. Yeah, and... <laughs> And also, before this episode ends, unfortunately, Butcher's instincts were right. Mesmer goes to Homelander, and he tells them all about the boys. Oh, yeah. He's got pictures of them, 
and it's not good. Cracks the case wide open. Yeah, they're all burnt, and Homelander's like, at this point, I've got everything I need to find them. So cut to episode seven, and at this point, you know, Huey and Annie, their relationship takes the next step. They make love in a hotel room. Oh, why does that sound like me? That's fucking creepy. <laughs> I love it. That's actually the Dark Souls like paint, pain <laughs> sound, but it doesn't sound like pain. Oh, it sounds like a good pain, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, at this point, again. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they do that and Huey agrees. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll let you meet my father, this or that. And Annie's like, all right, you know, you're the best thing that's happened to me here. They're they're pretty much fully yeah. in love at this point. They're feeling each other, yeah. getting it on, you know. So <clears throat> so the deep gets transferred to Sandusky, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where, I mean, it, it is. He, he's, he's very comical at this point. Yeah. And it's just, it's dull and the... It, He's like, he gets like a $70 a day per when diem. When are they like, calling me up, yeah. dude? Yeah, come on, tell me. Where am I going? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I got to cook my own food? Yeah. Like, he doesn't know how to do anything on his own because he's been the, handed the everything. The scene where he's in the grocery store uh-huh. and his carriage is filled with fucking Doritos Snacks. and Twinkies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting And side note, I don't know if you even have this down here, but this scene was kind of out there for, with the dolphin scene with me. Talking to the lobster? Yeah, he's talking to the lobster. He's like, I hear you, big guy. It must be tough in there. Hang tight. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> and he's like, hey, guy, um, can I get a lobster? And the guy picks him up. He's like, no, no, that one. That's my guy right there. <laughs> the guy picks up the lobster and sticks him in the he's fucking like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And sticks him in the head with a knife and just kills the lobster. And he's like, <laughs> oh, shit. And we just see him getting beaten down left and right. Like, <laughs> it's just the perfect scene. Yeah, yeah, and at this point, they do a flashback to A-Train Quick 2, who's now training with his brother, and it's not going well. His brother's like, what's going on with you? And at this point, come to find out, you know, Compound B has just been like any other drug you abuse. Yeah. It's destroying his system. Exactly. Absolutely. It's pretty much killing him. But he's addicted. Yeah. So, at this point, Homelander has a meeting. He calls all of the seven in, and or I should say at this point, the six, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or I should right. say the five, the five, the yeah. five, because the deep is, uh, the deep zone in Ohio, but he lays it all out there. He shows Huey mentions. He killed translucent mm-hmm. talking about extorting Ezekiel, a train killing Robin. And then he flat out accuses starlight of being a co-conspirator. And at this point, I mean, he's pretty much looking like he's going to ice her on the spot <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, Oh shit. Like what is going on? Right. And Maeve, this is where Maeve jumps in and she kind of defends her a little bit saying, you know, she's an idiot. She didn't know shit. I was kind of hoping for a Homelander Starlight showdown, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe a moment where we find out Starlight is way more powerful than we thought she was at first, but it didn't go that way. Yeah, it didn't. And I mean, I looked at, I actually did a little research in the comics and this and that looking at like kind of power rankings. Yeah. And I mean, Starlight is, she has near invulnerability we saw she gets shot dude she later gets on loaded with a 50 and billy she, butch's low it, it really just knocks the wind out of her I yeah mean, more than anything else yeah. and she does we know she has superhuman strength but she's still she's no home she doesn't match up to homelander yeah. no no one does no that we've seen so far yeah so yeah at this point you know mave kind of backs homelander off and says you know you relax it's me and you so but but at this point they're keeping an eye on her yeah they're like, yeah, you know, this and that. So Huey ends up, uh, he gets some, com- 
or he gets a phone call from a train saying all right hey i've got your dad mm-hmm. so it's like oh shit <clears throat> so you know a train and actually we, we should mention at this point we kind of did we skimmed over this too but at this point uh h a train has killed uh pop claw correct right we did skip over that he um he finally gets her to, to admit. admit that she told uh she was blackmailed and she told the boys that everything basically and he says i love you i love you and then does some super speed shit sticks her with about five vials of uh compound v and yeah she's out gone dead yep yep and it was pretty powerful scene because you can tell he loves her you yeah know? it was absolutely crazy. yeah yeah so flashing back to this uh so a train you know calls huey and says hey got your dad you know come alone yep so at this point, you know, the, all the boys realize Mesmer burned them. So Huey gets some compound V and he goes back to his house and it's kind of a cool scene. He's talking to A-Train back and forth. Yeah. And you can tell A-Train's all, he's yeah, hurt. he is completely just jacked up. Yeah, know? but he's hurting. He wants another fix. Yeah. And that's all he can think about. That's how they catch him off guard. Kimiko goes, smashes his leg in with super strength. <laughs> they get the hell out of there. And then... While this is going on, you know, again, ever the not forgiving, revengeful bastard that he is, Butcher tracks down Mesmer and just brutally kills him. <laughs> yeah, like, like some of the, the some of the violence this in the show. This is kind of where my opinion on Billy Butcher kind of turned a little bit. When he started slamming his head into that sink, I'm like, oh shit, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's dark, man. It, it's definitely dark, and he's a dark dude. And, and you finally realize, like, he might not be all there, <clears throat> just like Homelander, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep, so at this point, you know, Homelander, he asks about Becca Butcher because he's connecting the dots. Yep. And he goes to Dr. Vogelbaum, who... Dr. Vogelbaum was essentially the brainchild behind all of this compound V, creating exactly, the soups. Yeah. He is essentially... Dr. For Frankenstein. All in, yeah, yeah. For all intents and purposes, he is Homelander's father who he actually calls him John. <clears throat> yeah. And he tells him that Becca was actually pregnant with Homelander's child, but they both died on the table and Vought covered it up. Yeah. Basically, the baby <clears throat> was um, clawing its way out of her because it had superpowers, which we should also me also mention that up until that point, they didn't think any soup could, um, or at least Homelander, they they say. Yeah, they claim that he, he should not be able to procreate. It. Yeah, not be able to procreate at all. Yeah, and and throughout this episode, so we mentioned Homelander a lot. So he, you know, Vogelbaum expresses regret, saying, you know, we should have never raised you in a lab. Yeah, we should have raised you with the family. You know, you're my greatest failure. And this, like, to me, like as a father too, I kind of, I actually felt a little bit here because yeah. they kept cutting to, you know, showing he's literally he's a baby. Yep, he's all alone. He's in a room with nothing except a blanket. Exactly, a blanket, and they're they're staring through, just monitoring him, and he's getting no love. This speaks no back anything. to the character development we were talking about. I mean, yeah. you feel at some point you feel bad for Homelander, the biggest psychopath in the show. You know? Like, yeah, and I did at this point. I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm feeling, and I can see, I can see the path, or at least connect the dots to how he got to be this way. Yeah, and I mean the the show did a great job with that, especially even going back to the. 
you know, him filming the background story at the fake house. Definitely, yeah. You know, with his fake family, you know, playing baseball. And, <clears throat> and he sees the blanket, yeah. loses his fucking mind, yeah. And I felt bad, like, the, the dude never had a family. So at this point, we have a moment where we feel bad for the um, diddler, the deep, you know. And now we're feeling bad for Homelander. We've already felt bad for Maeve because we're seeing this, how they became to be, you yeah, know. absolutely. So at this point... You know, Butcher realizes they're all burnt. They're screwed. So he calls Rainer and he makes a deal uh, to protect Huey and Mother's Milk's families in exchange for evidence. So hands over the evidence. He finally swallows his pride. He realizes this isn't going to be how he gets Homelander. So they do that. Rainer takes them and protects the families. And yep. then Rainer, with the evidence, she now charges Stillwell and Vaught. And she brings Stillwell in, and she just flat out tells Stillwell, like, you're fucked. Well, like, yeah, we, says <clears throat> you're fucked, but if you take the bill off the table, you're all right, you know? In not so many words, she pretty much says she's effed, and she has to take the bill off the table. See, I kind of read it another <clears throat> way, and I thought I was wondering if I was just seeing it wrong, but I thought it was more like, uh, oh, these motherfuckers are corp... Uh, corrupt too yeah i'll take the bill off the table and you guys will be all right yeah yeah so yeah no so yeah i mean either way either way yeah she gets interrupted she gets handed a note this is rainer the the director and she goes out to watch a video and overseas there was you know a u.s government strike uh, against a terrorist group and come to find out there's a superhuman terrorist (laughs) yeah not only one but but yeah so a slew of them yeah so at this point not good so then end of the episode annie finally confronts huey they talk back and forth and you know huey just flat out explains vaught's use of compound v yeah and he said this is the reason why we're doing all of this you know vaught is an evil corporation you're a superhero you're a good person Unfortunately, <laughs> Butcher shows up with one of the biggest guns I've ever seen a human Dude. carry and just lays into Annie. Yeah. And um we mentioned before, just luckily knock she's her off her ass. Yeah. Luckily she's pretty much nigh invulnerable, so it doesn't kill her. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, anybody else would This be- is when I'm like, dude, really overkill, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Hit her with a trank dart or something. Mm-hmm. Nope, but fucking good old Billy Butcher <laughs> yeah. has to 50 caliber yeah yeah so again moving on from that eighth episode last episode we'll do this quick yeah but uh the pentagon at this point they classify compound they classify compound v and the boys uh they they pretty much say that they're wanted for translucence deaths completely turned on all of them yeah absolutely so i mean the boys they're wanted now not only by the seven but now by FBI, FBI, every outside they're forces asked. that the seven hired to capture. They're them, absolutely, yeah. But their families are still being protected. <clears throat> yeah. So Annie, at this point, Starlight, she goes back. She confronts her mother, and her mother does admit that yes, when you were young, we let Vaught inject you. Yeah. With Compound V, we wanted you to be special. So she kind of breaks ties with her mom, and <laughs> yet again, uh, cut back to the deep. You know, the deep is all pumped up. He's like, I'm getting the call, right? Getting the call. He's like, oh, I'm going to make my dolphin army or whatever the hell he's talking about. (laughs) And they're like, "Ah, yeah, no. About that. (laughs) And you see him. He has, at this point, he has a complete emotional breakdown. Um, 
he shaves his head. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's shaving everything off and he's like crying in the mirror. Naked in the mirror. <clears throat> yeah. And there's that scene too beforehand where he brings the girl home. Oh my God. And that, that is just. Dude, one of the most disturbing <clears throat> scenes where he brings like this local country girl home and she, he's like, I don't look like other people and they take the costume off. He's got fucking weird gills in his ribs. Yeah. And this crazy bitch is like, I want to finger them. <laughs> and it gets all weird. I don't know. And it, it is important though, because it kind of turns the tables on the deep. He's getting assaulted because she keeps shoving her hand in the gills and he's like oh yeah. no that hurts stop yeah blah, how many blah. times that he's done like, that shut the women. fuck up you fucking freak <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah and he's so it was the only good. thing the only thing that would have been better if he was like staring in the mirror at the end was like, when everybody hurts <laughs> yeah. all broken and battered like the single man tear coming down oh, but I, yeah i i liked the deeps character arc in this show i did too as much as he's an <clears throat> asshole they did a great job. Yeah, so at this point, uh, A-Train, his legs all left up, <clears throat> and he's like, you know what? Screw it. He injects a bunch of Compound V, which yeah. accelerates his healing drastically, and his brother just leaves him in disgust. He's like, you're going to kill yourself. I'm not going to see it. Mm. So at this point, Butcher uh, takes Huey to Mallory, who... We've heard up. We've heard Mallory many times Is it up Mallory? until this point. Yeah, okay. So we've heard, uh, you know, Frenchie, and especially MM Mother's Milk yep. talk about Mallory's family. You know, remember what happened to Mallory's family? Exactly. So come to find out, they get up there, and Mallory, Mallory's essentially the brainchild behind all of this. She's the uh, <clears throat> Edgar to the boys. Yes, because Edgar is the leader of the seven, or like the guy behind the curtain. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> Mallory is the same. Yeah. Yeah. So Mallory, you know, recruited all of them, trained them, gave them intel, gave them whatever to try to take down the soups. And unfortunately, uh, Lamplighter, which oh, we mentioned, yeah. as far as we know, we which didn't is know retired. Him. Yeah. We still don't know a lot about him. But we what we do know is apparently he is a uh, some kind of pyrokinesis, some kind of firepower. Uh, but he roasted her entire family. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Just completely cooked them. Yeah. She said there was no, there nothing left, even not even teeth yeah. left. Yeah, so terrible, and that's why she now just lives alone in mourning. And Butcher just says, "You know what? You owe me. You owe me something." <clears throat> yeah, and he he does. I mean, or she she comes forward and says, "You know what? Fine." Informs Butcher that you know Ho Homelander does have a weakness, and it's still well. Mm-hmm. You know, he they have a and up until this point, we've seen certain scenes where Stillwell and Homelander, there's like a mother son slash girlfriend boyfriend thing. going. Yeah, on. it's very like, weird. Uncle, daddy, mommy, <clears throat> sister. thing. Yeah, it's, it it's gets, a very it's twisted, you know? Yeah, it's we haven't talked about it too much up until this point. But yeah. yeah, throughout the whole series, like you can tell, like there's something there. Which a lot of it's a byproduct of Homelander's upbringing. He exactly. never had a motherly figure. Yeah, and she knows exactly how to get into his mind. Yeah. And twist it and manipulate it and do exactly what she needs to. You know? Yep, absolutely. So at this point, uh, ba -ba -ba, let's see where we at with my notes. <laughs> at this point, yeah, so yeah. at this point, they go back. You know, Huey ends up leaving Butcher to seek Annie's help. 
or Starlight, I should say. Because Billy because Butcher does, does not want to go back and save. Yeah, because Mother's, Mother's Milk, Milk, Frenchie, and the female have all been caught at this point. Yeah, exactly. And Butcher's like, F that. We need to go after Homelander. And Huey's like, no, we need to save our friends. Yeah. So Huey goes, you know, tries to recruit Starlight, yada, yada. doesn't really work. No. So at this point, um, Homelander goes and confesses to Stillwell that he actually made the super terrorists. Mm. And thanks to him, it kind of threw the entire FBI, CIA, everybody off Fought's yeah. trail. Exactly. Because <clears throat> they're the only ones that can stop the supervillains. <clears throat> And Meanwhile, then they they like, have oh, weird shit. weird kind of relations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, at this point, you know, they go and uh, Huey ends up getting caught on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to help Milk and Frenchie, he smuggled in uh, <laughs> his retainer. <laughs> his retainer, yeah. That can pick the lock uh, and escape. So I'm going to hit Frenchie. you in the face yeah. right now, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Um, they free keep they free uh Kimiko, or Kimiko, um, and they're trying to escape. They're at this point, uh, Frenchie's been shot. They're panicking, and then out of nowhere, you see Starlight come up. Very cool entrance scene. Yeah, you see all the lights are like frying. It's like John down. Cena, like dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, you know her eyes are glowing. She just immediately dispatches of all the humans there. Yeah. And helps them to escape. But before they can get out, the A-Train. A-Train shows up. <laughs> A-Train. <laughs> and unfortunately, A-Train is all juiced up. Yeah. In the heartbeat in the background. Yeah. Like, and at this point, Starlight's like, screw it. And they get into a cool little fight where she's shooting her beams. He's dodging. Yeah. All around. And he finally goes up. He does like a super shove push in her chest. Knocks the wind out of her. He goes up to kill Huey. And that's when he drops and yep. he's having a heart attack <laughs> and he, he goes into cardiac arrest and Huey, I mean, again, we've seen the character growth. Dumb this asshole. is the guy that killed his girlfriend. Yeah. He starts performing CPR yep. on him. And Annie says, you know, you need to you get know out of here. He's never going to stop coming after you. Right. And he's like, fuck, I know. And he's still giving him CPR. So at this point, Annie calls it in an ambulance. She keeps performing CPR on a train and <clears throat> cut back to Homelander who actually let, let me let me before we get to yeah, that so butcher the, butcher butcher knows now that stillwell is the key he needs so he, to get to stillwell yeah he yeah. sneaks into stillwell's house takes her hostage covers her in c4 and he's got a dead man trigger yeah that he's holding so if he drops this kaboom goes stillwell <laughs> so they call homelander homelander comes in and very calmly homelander walks down the stairs with stillwell's baby yeah with the baby in hand like and again, you know, Stillwell's pleading with him, just please t- save my baby, take well, the baby like, out of here. Throughout the whole series, you see Homelander giving the baby the fuck you eyes, like you little shit. <laughs> yeah, because he wants to be exactly. He wants to be the big male baby. Who's Pretty much, with it's mama, some yeah, you know? <laughs> it's some kind of weird relationship. Yeah, but um, <laughs> and it turns out to be that yeah, this so, scene is probably my favorite out of the whole series. Yeah, so in any case, uh, this is kind of where the big twist comes in, where there's some great dialogue between Butcher, Homelander. Homelander's finally like, you know, did you ever, you know, what what evidence do you have? What hard proof evidence do you have? Do you have have? a body? Do you have a video? You know, And this is where Butcher's kind of like, no, I don't have any of that. And Homelander finally come to find out 
um, he he goes up to Stillwell and says, you know, I told you not to lie to me. Yep. Ends up roasting her on yeah. the spot. So the man without a weakness literally does not have a weakness. Yeah. This is where it really got real. Like in a regular superhero show, oh, I love this woman. I'll do anything to save her. This guy's like, not only will I not save her, but I'm going to cook her with my fucking laser. Yeah, vision. he wanted to be the one to do it. <laughs> exactly. So at this point, all of Butcher's leverage is gone. Butcher says, F it, and He's let's like, go with the dead man trigger. It. Yeah. And then Flash, next scene, Butcher waking up on a lawn. And lo and behold, little suburbia. Yeah. And Homelander turns. He's like, yeah. He's like, I saved you. (laughs) You were out there for quite a while, Mr. Butcher. (laughs) And we see two people come out of the house, a relatively young boy. And this this speaks to Homelander's fucking psyche right here. He's like, yeah, I figured I'd save you so you could see something here. Come on, get up. Yeah. Yeah. He would 100% do this. Yeah. Because he is, like you said, he's super villain and... He's just everything mixed into one. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, at this point, you know, the Butcher kind of gets up. He's looking, doesn't really know what's going on. And crazy thing, it, kid runs out of the house, and then it's Becca, yeah, his wife. Becca Butcher. Becca Butcher, his wife. And she walks out, and she looks, I don't want to say horrified. Yeah. But but more shock shock because we don't know we what still don't happened know. behind that door yeah, we don't we, know if she consented we don't know if she was raped um we don't know anything really yeah. besides she was in there for three hours with Homelander you know yep and then she disappeared and so this has been the big twist that the baby never died yeah no the baby's now fully grown um and it's, he's it's got glowing red yeah. eyes <laughs> so it's yeah. it's homelander's son and yeah. homelander flat out says you know you're my son and then you see the kid's eyes go red yep and he's i believe like, we're gonna be a family yeah and i believe that's how it ends right it just ends right there um <clears throat> yes which bothered me because that twist was good even though i saw it coming i kind of had a feeling the kid and the wife would still be alive but we left everyone else very vague and i feel like they did that because they knew so before the season even aired um preliminary views were already so positive amazon greenlit them for another season yeah so i think they realized that they could leave some characters hanging yeah and i get that you know it's typical it's it's what you would do in a comic book true stay tuned for the next episode (laughs) so it's it's in theme huey on the run with nobody uh the rest of the boys got out of the garage and we don't know where they went yeah we have no idea uh starlight, starlight. Is stuck with a train what the we hell is gonna know. happen to her because yeah. if he wakes up and makes her exactly she's screwed is he gonna wake up a change man or is he gonna hunt down starlight and huey you know we don't yeah. know and at this point i mean what the hell is gonna happen to butcher exactly what's gonna stop did he want <clears throat> butcher there to show him that so he could kill him right after or the i kind of got a feeling where he was like yeah, we're all going to be a family, including Billy Butcher. Yeah, I, so Homelander, Becca, and Billy Butcher all live in his one big fucking threesome couple. I, I can have, see it. I have no idea. No, yeah, it's really up <clears throat> in the air, though. But, you know, again, we uh, neither one of us have read the graphic novels, Negative. so I don't know how much they're pulling from it. Um, with what I read online, I guess there are some pretty big disparities. Yeah. Um, they've kept certain themes, but... I think one thing I read is that they're going to pull from, I believe it's called Herogasm, which is one of the, I think it's like a 
uh, pretty much like a soup convention, <coughs> uh, almost yeah. like a Comic Con for soups. I think that's going to be a big part of next season. I've heard of that, yeah. So we'll have to see. But, I mean, let's do some final thoughts. I mean, yeah. like we mentioned, it's already been greenlit for season two. It's been very well received. Either most people love it, but the only ones who don't actually hate it. You either love it or hate it. There's no in-between. Yeah. But from what I'm seeing, almost everybody is on board with this show. Yep. And yep. absolutely loves it. So, I mean, and then my other question to you is... Is superhero burnout ever going to occur? Um, and by, by that, I mean, you know, Marvel has been going strong for over a decade. Yeah. We've seen DC come out with their properties. We've seen other things now. But it just seems like... Well, look at Disney. As long as they keep changing things up, you're always going to have Disney movies. We went from Beauty and the Beast to a live action remake of Beauty and the Beast. And then we get Disney Pixar that mixes it all up. Sure. So as long as Marvel keeps everything fresh i don't think so honestly at least not in this foreseeable future no. yeah yeah i was i was yeah. just curious your thoughts on that because yeah. it, you know that i ran into that with a few people i've told about this series saying dude you got to check this out yeah and then the second i say superheroes they're like ah, i'm kind of sick of superheroes. and then i tell everybody i'm like no this is more like watchmen type like anti-superhero thing like trust me you won't get burnt out on this well, i'm glad because, you mentioned yeah. like watchmen because definitely watchmen vibes and then you know the incredibles the incredibles one and two so yeah pixar is the incredibles i think are they're so echoed in this series definitely. just in a much darker way when you talk about you know the government and corporations that are directly involved in the yeah. lives of soups you see this so much in the incredibles and it was kind of cool to see that in a much darker way. I will tell show. you one thing. I think we're edging towards Homelander going off and branching out from the government, the chains that hold him to it, and doing his own. Well, he thing. already he just cut the chains. I mean, he pretty much yeah killing Stillwell. Exactly. Yeah, but throughout the whole series we're seeing them i can do whatever the fuck i want i'm a god blah 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 so we're obviously going to see more of that next season you know yeah and speaking of him being a god <clears throat> and taking that kind of stance i mean we mentioned earlier but brandon sanderson's uh the reckoners yeah if you're into reading dude you can't miss brandon sanderson at all but His especially the, the reckoners series of books it's a three-piece series so there's steelheart firefight and what was the last one? Um, Steelheart, Firefight, and I know my my mind's blanking too. But yeah. but in any case, yeah, I'll look it up. In any case, it's so many similarities. It's it's just evil superheroes, exactly. And then they have essentially a group called the Reckoners, aka the Boys, and they get together to kill soups, and they have to figure out. A lot of it's their weaknesses and this and that, which we mentioned. Huey reminds me of David in Calamity. some ways. Calamity. Yep. Thank you. But yeah, it's a little less gruesome, a little less vulgar. A it's little more less young brutal. adult. So it's I mean, it is, it is less gruesome, but, but it deals with a lot of the same um, themes. Definitely. Yeah. So again, if you're if you're listening and and you liked this show and you want a good read, check out Steelheart. Absolutely. Which is the first book in the Reckoners series. And first it, book that introduced me to Brandon Sanderson. I never looked back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so good. Again, yeah. Steelheart, check it out. But, I mean, I, really one of the last things kind of unrelated to the show per se, but, I mean, for the love of God, man, Aaron Moriarty, who plays Starlight. Yeah. Man, 
cast her as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my somebody, god! Somebody, please! I can like, absolutely see that because dude. she she gave me so many of those Buffy vibes. Yeah, definitely. just the way she gave those kind of dry, sarcastic lines, yet still being a super powered, yet you know very innocent down looking, to earth, down yeah. to earth. You know, seemingly, you know, physically not intimidating. But then yeah. kick ass at the same exactly, time. Exactly. Yep. And it just something about her delivery and the way everything. I was like, it's weird you say that because I kind of felt the same way. I was and like, oh man, I'm like, this is like Sarah Michelle Geller of like yesteryear. And if any show could really be rebooted and accepted and is probably due by now, it's it is get, fucking it, Buffy. It already you know? is getting rebooted. Yeah, it's getting rebooted, and they already cast. Oh, um, okay. Unfortunately, right. they already cast a that. bunch of different people. So I know, but I don't know. See, now I've heard things. It's not. It's kind of in limbo. Yeah. So I don't know. I know they want to reboot it, but hmm. we'll see. But it, I know, I think she's 25. So yeah, I know usually Buffy's portrayed as a high school student, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing something at the wall. That see would if it be sticks, cool. But yeah. I, I got those vibes watching. <clears throat> Definitely. But that being said, I mean, I think, wow, we've been going on a while. We're at an hour and a half. It's going to be a long episode, but screw it. Yeah. We had a lot to talk about. It's right? been fun. Why not? Let's still do some fandom fighters. All right. Let's do it. All right, so we're going to do a quick Phantom Fighters update. Yeah, buddy. We're going to do a quick tally. So this week's Phantom Fighters was actually a tie, a direct tie, which... If you missed it, last week's episode, at the end, we did a Phantom Fighters of most iconic video game protagonists. And I think this kind of speaks to uh, our voters, <laughs> where you pick fucking Kirby, and I still can't win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian and I talked about it, and uh, just Jesus the fact H that Christ. I picked Kirby, yeah. we're going to give him the slight edge. We're going to give him the win you. on this. So, <laughs> so, at this point, the current tally on Phantom Fighters, I am currently at six wins. Brian's at two. Mm -hmm. Bring it up. He's the anchor. Yeah. Coming up. <laughs> Bring it up the rear. Making so. a comeback, all right? Yeah, yeah, you are, man. <laughs> you, you've strung a few together lately. So. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the big thing is, Please keep voting. Uh, we, we really appreciate the feedback. Any other Phantom Fighters ideas you have for us, let us know. But speaking of that, let's get into this week's Phantom Fighters. Yeah. So, I mean, you may have heard of Build-A-Bear, Brian. No. You ever heard of Build-A-Superhero? Dude. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to take turns drafting any superpower from the history of comics to build our ideal, most marketable superhero. Yes, so essentially, we're trying to build the flagship hero for Vought International to show off to the world. So the flashier and the more marketable the power the set, uh, the power set, the better. So this is going to be one soup with multiple powers. And I'm going to say, what do you do? Do five? Yeah, I think five. Let's do five. Good, yeah. So we're going to do five, uh, five powers each on our soup, and we're going to see who comes out with the. Uh, comes out ahead here hell yeah so we've got our list i'm pretty uh i've got a few that i'd love to take early on yeah but i got speaking a, of which, definitely get a couple pass favorites. that big d20 my yep, way you're up on this one the big old get that big d big d big, big d20 dirt. let's roll it 11 oh all right still some faith hummity 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 
Nine. Son of a bitch. All right, so <laughs> I am... I'm going to take the one. I'm going to go first. So you'll get two picks back to back. All right. And then uh, it'll be one and one after that per usual. Accept that. Yeah. So my number one overall pick. So if if I'm thinking if I'm thinking of a super that I want to market and something that I feel is just such a necessity if you're a superhero and something that people say wow and just really awes them. Yeah. It's got to be flight. Yes. Definitely. You know, it's got it has to be the power of flight. So let's clear something up here really quick though. For the voters. We're doing as far as fan favorite marketable, right? Not strength wise. No, it's it's more but but keep in mind like your your hero so it has to be marketable and for your hero to be marketable yeah. they still need to be able to be put in action okay, that's, and do yeah. things so I mean if your hero is diesel and can like we'll call them avengers level threats <laughs> yeah you know and you can stop them <clears throat> yep. then yeah that's going to be big so right, right now cool. my guy can only fly yep all right so we've got flight for you on the first one naturally i mean it's just such an iconic yeah i mean when people think of it's just seeing the cape flapping and flying so yeah i'm gonna go flight this one's just so hard for me that i have so many that i want to pick and now i get two picks so i guess super strength would be yeah i mean super super strains a given the obvious choice for the first one all right so super strength super strength and I knew that wasn't going to make it back to me. <laughs> yeah. Now, flight. I don't think I really need to counter you just yet on that. I'm going to say invincibility. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super strength and invincibility right there kind of, you know. Yeah, so I <clears throat> kind of gives you the edge. Yeah, that whole I had like invulnerability slash invincibility. But yeah, I mean that that right there is a you're pretty much Superboy. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it, right now, definitely. Um, so I mean, There's great still a lot for you to be able to counter yeah. with, though. Yeah, so that's that's a really good power set already. I mean, if you have you've got a diesel super strong hero that can't be hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's great. Right. So unless you're shoving C four up his ass, but. <laughs> so the fact that <laughs> so the fact that you took uh, invincibility, I had my second pick, which I can now wait on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to, you know, I I can fly, but I still think I'd like super speed as well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so well, and the problem is, dude. Anytime I see a speedster in uh, entertainment, it's like, what can't they do? Yeah, and the, realistically, you that's know. a nice thing about speedsters too. Yeah. I mean, they can they can they can do a whole lot, mm-hmm. um, and then having having the added bonus of flight, you know, definitely definitely opens up the things because you see a lot of speedsters too, like that can get them caught off guard. But exactly, if I can fly yeah. up too, yep. So I, I like having flight and super, super speed. speed and flight is a good damn mix right there. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm still pretty okay. squishy though. <laughs> yeah, you're one good still punch, vul- one good punch, vulnerable. One yeah. good punch from you, and I'm done. You got ad, you're agile. You can dodge the punch, but if you catch it, you might end. That's up true. Fucking blown apart like Robin <laughs> oh, and no. the boys. <laughs> All right, uh, 
Now I feel like I might have to counter your speedster there. But I got so many ideas. There's, there's some good ones, man. Yeah, there really is. I don't know if you're going to take one of my favorites. So I'm going to say teleportation. Yeah, that yeah. that was that was high on my list. Yeah, I mean, I, if, to me, it was either super speed or teleportation. Exactly. It's not. I would have picked super speed first, but teleportation could definitely help me in that situation. It, it is. I mean, if you can. Oh shit! There's a threat in London. I mean, boop, yeah. And then you just What's pop the over guy's there. Name from X Men. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yeah, he can teleport like that. You know. Yep. So, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, I think that was a good counter. To super speed. Mm -hmm. So, again, I've got another pick. I think I can wait on with my last pick, but yeah. I feel like it's necessary. Yep. Um, hmm. Now, so I've got super speed and flight. What else is game breaking? So now I'm almost trying to picture it. Like if our two heroes were kind of, I don't want to say going against one another, but mm -hmm. let's say they were both trying to, if there was a disaster yeah. and both of our heroes showed up, who would be the more marketable one? So, I mean, you could... Yeah, I mean, right now... It depends. I mean, dude, it, Flight has such... Because, I mean, you got Superman and fucking Magneto, which Magneto technically <laughs> doesn't fly, but when you see a superhero flying through the air, it's marketable, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I, could I mean, probably you could pick up a train and throw it. <laughs> yes, <at> you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with. I've got I've got one that's kind of a curveball. I got a curveball, and I'm hoping you're not gonna fuck me up. I've actually got two curveballs. Um, Let's hear your two. So balls I've got then. I've got three picks left. So I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with time manipulation. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with essentially time control, so time manipulation. That's a good one. All right. Time manipulation. Which actually, now that I'm looking at it, I'm almost having a Kirby feel. Because <laughs> I, no, I already have super speed. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if that's redundant. I but I was thinking the same thing, but... um. If you can rewind time while also being a speedster, I'm sure there's some. That's what I mean, though. I think that's layover. a good combo. Yeah, I think like, it could work out for you. At first, I'm like, time manipulation, dude. Doesn't Barry fucking Allen go back in time all the time? You he's know? always fucking the timeline. But line. if you can actually control time at the snap of a finger, that's different, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it's as far off as it would sound. At the beginning, well, you know? Yeah. I'll put it this way. Are, are you going to allow it or should I get rid of it? Oh, no. I'll allow it. God Definitely. <laughs> yeah. If you want to... Ah, that was a dumb pick. If you... I'll give you... No, right, no, 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 no. Dude, you had Kirby last week. I'm going to give you this one. <laughs> are take you it, sure? Yeah. Take it back. You positive? <laughs> yeah, I am positive. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I well, no, because the more, the more I thought about it, the my, Kirby one. my speedster <laughs> set, like... Technically, if we're talking like flash rules and this that, yeah. I do have some kind of I, time travel in a yeah. way. Like I said, it even would, Superman, man, he reversed <laughs> the axis of the Earth. And, yeah, I um, think it could have helped you still, but yeah, I'll give you that one. All right, so i'll I'll go with I'll go with my other kind of off the cuff one. I'm gonna go with duplication. Oh motherfucker, <clears throat> that backfired on me so hard. <laughs> so, 
not only can I fly and I'm super fast, yep. I can also make multiple copies of myself at once. Okay. I thought you meant something different, thank God. All <laughs> right. Um, nope, that's good. So you got multiple different people that can fly and cruise around yes. the battlefield faster than the yeah, speed so if of there's, light if there's, or whatever. If there's multiple events going on at Earth at once, multiple yeah, disasters, exactly. I can reach them all. Yep. Now, I already know what I'm picking for my next one. And this is a curveball because this opens up the possibilities for me. I think I know what it's going to be. And it's this is what I almost took, but I didn't want to because I felt like it was such a fucking like. I know. Because I know what you're going to do based on the comment you just made. Yeah. And don't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. I really feel like I should, though. Oh, you're such a rogue. Um, no, I'll go with my other. No, you can't hat, take it. Take it, man. Trick. You're right, though. It really is kind of a. Can we openly talk one, about one it? All for can we? All. Can we? Just, what do you think? It's got to be power absorbed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, and <laughs> I had it, I had it on my right. list, but I didn't want to take it because I felt like it wasn't fair. Yeah. Because it's absolutely like, right. okay. Cool. Well, all the shit you have, my guy also has in addition yep. to that. So I almost <laughs> felt like all right. So that's off the table. Yeah, that's off the table. All right. All right. I still got another one though. So wait, I'm time at, manipulation. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at four. Oh, no, wait. All right, I'm I'm at three. Mind control. I have the yes. brute force. Yes. I have the fucking invincibility. Now I can screw with people's minds. Yeah, it's a great pick. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, who was it in the X-Men movie? Anyway, yeah. Mind control is a perfect subset to have yeah, Professor X. Yeah. Yep. Charles Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. I mean, it's a wicked powerful ability. Um, Absolutely question is can you control all of my clones at once <laughs> yeah that's the other thing <clears throat> so so i'm gonna take power absorption <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> throw my fucking chromebook at you <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man i like it i i do like it yeah. um so again marketability marketability see marketability really screws up one of my last picks though because it's it's super powerful but see but mind control mind control is great because you could you could theoretically get whoever you're around just to cheer for I was you and say i could go to every news station in the world and be like hey put me up on that big 100 percent, you know 100 percent. so that was that's why i was comfortable with that pick but we'll see what happens yeah no yeah. i think it's uh i think it's a good pick yep uh so i'm torn between I've got two. Two that I'm torn. I know what my last pick's going to be. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I've got super speed. I've got flight. I can duplicate myself. Yeah. Basically, you're you know a what? fly right now. <laughs> <laughs> I might keep with my... I'm got, I've got kind of like a weird like off-the-cuff theme going, not the traditional, so I might... A little bit, yeah. I might kind of keep going with that with... Uh, I'm going to go super intelligence. Okay. Yeah, that was going to be one of mine. I'm going to go super intellect. That's a good one. Because especially if I've got... If I have a super... 
uh, ridiculously super intellect, and I have the super speed to essentially think of what I want to do. I was going to say, think on the fly while being a speedster is a good combo. Yeah. Definitely. That could work out <clears throat> in your favor very much so. And I think that'll kind of uh, offset, right. like, you know, I may not have the super strength to essentially save the falling boss. Yeah. But I could probably think <clears throat> of a way. Yeah, right. <laughs> to. You could figure out a way to actually stop it, definitely. Now. So this is your, this this is is my your last, last pick. pick. And I'm trying to balance marketability with power. I mean, you've got power covered. I do have power covered. You guys, you guys are beast right now. I think. This could be a showstopper, though. And I don't know if you'd ever think of it. Power absorption. Transmutation. Firestorm's power can change the atomic makeup of anything. Yeah. Yeah? Would you allow it? You could. I mean... You could. I mean, will the voters... Like, you can change a gun into a flower. It's a legitimate uh, power, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it definitely is. I mean, it's fucking Kirby, but <laughs> <laughs> is it really though? No, no, no. It's it. No, it. Because when I'm looking at when I was looking earlier today, I'm like, all these fucking powers. Transmutation from Firestorm was always one where he could make Kryptonite. Yeah, you know. It, I almost. I, it's almost more. I look at that as like matter manipulation. Yeah, which it is. I mean, it's a badass power. I actually. I think I have that on my list. Actually, you know what? Are we set in stone yet? Well, I'll put it this way. You let me take one back. So <laughs> if you right, don't want to take right. that, I will let you take it back. I kind of want... I have no... This one is just purely show. Laser vision. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I have, you know, half of Superman's powers already. Of course. I think laser vision would be a good one. <laughs> it's iconic. I yeah, mean, you're, it definitely is. You are essentially Superboy Prime mixed with Nightcrawler and Charles <laughs> yeah, Xavier. And Charles Xavier, yeah. That that so that's not a bad start. No, that's uh that's pretty badass. And I mean So, you know, I had now we can openly talk about because yeah. I'm on my last pick here, yeah. but I can openly talk about so I also had I was looking at actual morphing ability, almost like Beast Boy. Mm-hmm. So I could turn into yeah. different beasts or this or that. I was looking at force fields, um, yeah, size I manipulation about that for a minute. Size manipulation, like Ant Man, um, phasing, like Kitty Pride. Mm-hmm. So I have it, like you know, if anyone. But I have the super speed, so I feel like I don't need that. Yeah, no, you no. Know, invisibility, really. but again, super speed. I feel like it's redundant. Yeah, because um, you're basically invisible while running. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had energy blast, just flat out energy blasts, uh, with Captain Marvel style. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that. It's always iconic. Um. Yeah, but I think I'm gonna have to go with. I have to, I have to go with this. Have to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with healing factor. Yeah. Without the invincibility, that's the only other way to go, really. Yeah, and meaning regenerative, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So you know, akin to Wolverine or Deadpool. Yeah, or, exactly. And you know, with you taking. As soon as you took invincibility, I knew I needed healing factor, but yep. I knew you would never take it because <laughs> yeah, you're invincible. Why, right? You know? Oh, I guess you could have just to be a it dick. It probably would have been like one of those things where I stole it from you while also having a backup plan. If somebody ever shoved C4 up my ass, 
I'm going to regenerate at some point, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, when, you, when you're saying you're invincible, I would think that's in and out. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm thinking, too, so. But, all right, go down your list again. What do we all got? All right, I got super strength, invincibility, teleportation, mind control, and laser vision. <laughs> Word. I have the power of flight, super speed, duplication, super intellect, and healing factor, and power absorption. So I, <laughs> yeah. I also have all of Brian's powers. All of the powers <laughs> I just listed, Ed has too. Oh man, this is, uh, this is a long episode. It, yeah. But it was fun. It was fun, definitely. I uh, hope everybody uh, hope everybody enjoyed Stick it. Stick around. Come on. Get <laughs> so drunk. We got, it's Saturday. You know? We got Boston Comic Con next week. Yes, ma'am. So that's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> it's ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Uh, are we going to do a live show? Have we even decided on that yet? We haven't. No. Well, we'll let you Let's guys talk. know. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Hey, visit the social media. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it. Later. <laughs>